When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shutdown full cast. Not yet. Not yet. We are you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. It's my voice that you're hearing right now. I'm joined as always by Ryan Nanny, Jason Kirk, Holly Hello. Anderson, and on the ones and twos, Michael Hello. Ray Server behind the production board. Holly, you got something to tell us? Nothing except that this episode is brought to you by Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshment, made to chill. Thank you. You son of a bitch. It's the coldest, just like us. Yes, Ryan. I was thinking the other day about how wildly important Mike Allstott was to the city of Tampa for like a good stretch there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this your Roman I Empire? Just, I just, I, it might be. It might be Tampa's Roman Empire. I just wanted to bring that up. Like, I don't think people know that. Mike Allstott was maybe Tampa's most important person for six years, let's say. Something like that. Ryan, for those of an Alex Kirshner demographic in age, who is Mike Allstott? Uh, Mike Allstott played football at Purdue, where he was a fullback. I don't know if he overlapped with Drew Brees. I feel like that might line up or might they might have just missed each other. Uh, the most famous story about Mike Allstott, I think, while he was at Purdue, he used to, like, push his Jeep around campus, I think, or around, like, West Lafayette, just to be big and strong. He had uh, what can only be described as a late 90s wrestling fan goatee. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shoulder pads that connected at the temple. That's yes. how... Massive yes. his shoulder pads were. Yes. And he played uh he played for the Tampa Bay Bucks uh in the like mid to late nineties, early two thousands, when they had no quarterback worth discussing, but they had uh a great defense and they had Mike Allstott and worked on doing Thunder and Lightning shit. And people just loved it. People just they loved both of them, but like Mike Allstott in particular was just like, oh man, I love seeing this beefy boy <laughs> just just bowl over the other men. And he was like, he he could have been a Pro Bowler like as a blocking fullback. He was yes. that good. There was yes. that that Tampa Super Bowl. I was thinking the entire game like, there goes the Super Bowl MVP just flattening people. <laughs> of course, they had like nineteen <laughs> guys on defense who were worthy of the honor. But he did other stuff as well, like his um. I'm looking, I'm trying, his yards from scrimmage, he went over, a, he had like 900 yards from scrimmage every year as a, you know, 
as a fullback who is not the point of the offense. This is what Mm -hmm. offense used to be like, (laughs) y'all. Used to, yeah. (laughs) He he did not, by the way, overlap with Breeze. He was he missed him. Breeze was ninety seven two thousand. Yeah, okay. Allstott was Allstott was a bit ahead of that time, ninety-two to ninety-five. So you know that this is, of course, peak shoulder pads, eye black, and neck roll material. That he was maybe the most neck roll fullback of all time, except when they paired in the backfield with Lorenzo Neal, who, if you do not know, mm-hmm. Lorenzo Neal is uh, classified as both fullback and livestock. And they would put him in the backfield with Mike Allstott for the most punishing two yards ever gained per play in the history of the National Football League. I have a Mike Allstott story that made me kind of emotional to think about because I was coming back from a a year and a half living overseas and I had taken a lot of sleeping drugs to get me through the flight on the way home. And I was passed out in the Seoul airport and nearly missed my flight. Shocker. And the TVs in the lounge right where we were all waiting a lounge is a really really exaggerated term for what this box was they were tuned for some reason to the vikings bucks game yep. where i came out i know of my the exact haze. game you're talking about yes. yes and i came out of my haze and went oh god i'm gonna miss my flight i'm never gonna get home i'm never gonna get back to america and i looked up and i saw the beautiful gyrating shimmering shoulder pads of mike allstott barreling through the vikings defense and i was like that's america mm-hmm. that's where i'm going in his his rookie season mike allstott led the bucks in receptions and receiving yards and was tied for the lead in receiving touchdowns what were the 1990s like that's the quarter- have it, folks <laughs> the, the quarterbacks for the bucks that year were uab coach trent dilfer casey mm-hmm. walden and scott milanovich <laughs> Just feed the beast. And Mike Allstott got 65 catches that year. A six and ten year for the Bucks, which was pretty darn good for the Bucks in those days. That's right. That's yeah. right. Wild I just wanted to give Mike Allstott some shine because, appropriately enough, I was at the YMCA when I remembered how important Mike Allstott was. I think Mike Allstott, appropriately enough, owns a gym. He had maybe my favorite career-ending injury of all time which was he lifted too many weights that's it that's why he had that's like how did you go out mike allstott i lifted too many weights and injured my neck god said i couldn't be that strong i got too i got a little too rectangular yeah sorry too swole can't play the nfl anymore it's for soft boys not for me i'm out i think mike allstott also worked so well in tampa because he looked like he could have been a pro wrestler like he sort of had yeah. the vibe and the Steiner build. brothers type, yeah. I was yes, thinking either Steiner's you, yeah. or Buff Bag, like a less glamorous Buff Bagwell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I guess in Tampa, like the boy next door aesthetic is pro wrestling. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Right. He'd yeah. be tough Bagwell, not Buff Bagwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Bluff Bagwell. They really missed on an opportunity to create an entire series of alternate Bagwells all oh, rhyming Bagwell's, with off. The bag, the Bagwell verse. Yeah. And their pet rabbit, Fluff Bagwell. Yeah. <laughs> There are stories about Fluff Bagwell. <laughs> Gruff Bagwell. Oh, he's nice, but you know, that exterior. But we're not. Snuff we're Bagwell not, was a rodeo clown. 
But we're not here to talk about the ground game today, are we? We're not here to talk about well, things that work. Well, in a manner work. of speaking. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not talk, we're not here to talk about things that advance forward at a, at a satisfactory rate, Wait, we are posting a, about a career ground. success rate of, uh, in, of about 50% toward in a first a desired down. In a desired direction. Also, I don't know. I could probably look up what Mike Allstott made over the course of his Bucks career. But it ain't what the F-35 is made. I'll tell you that. <laughs> F-35, man, listen. If you go to Roto World and you start looking at contract numbers, <laughs> they are looking the to F- unload that contract. The Bobby Bonilla of the federal government. New York Nets. <laughs> yeah. New York Nets, please take on this deal. <laughs> You're the only ones dumb enough. How the F thirty five tear its rotator? Okay. Oh, it tears everything. That actually wait, 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 makes for, a lot of sense. Okay, well, hang on. First of all, for everyone who thinks we're terrible, after if you're still hanging in after Spencer said, my favorite career ending injury <laughs> is. Um, the first thing you need to know about the story is the pilot ejected safely. Okay, yeah. everything. Yeah. It's okay. It's funny. Didn't hit anything on the ground. Everything is funny. Okay, yeah. now go. Okay. The pilots. Yeah, the, the the pilot. The pilot survived an encounter as the F 35s pilot. That so, alone is a miracle. Mm. Actually, do you Holly, know my why favorite? don't Okay. Do you have the tweet handy that sort of set this <laughs> made, made America aware of its of its prodigal plane? This was a fun weekend of, um, I guess, from whenever it happened, like Sunday, Sunday through today. It uh, was so pure. Just making sure that we will discuss this on the episode. Yes, yes. And this was will. this was one of those times where like you saw the 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 parade of blue checks and the parade of of star unstar Billy Sneeches underneath and. You had to scroll pretty far down to find something terrible. Like everyone was just uh, enjoying this because I, I the great the uniter in, is the F thirty five being a piece of shit. I have dropped the tweet in the chat for you, Holly. <laughs> oh good. Am I am I reading this? Yes, please do. All right. All right. <clears throat> this is from Joint Base Charleston in uh Cerber's neck of the woods. Or in in Cerber's home stomping grounds. Oh, <sighs> We're working with Marine Corps Air Station, Beaufort, South Carolina, to locate an F-35 that was involved in a mishap this afternoon. First of all, okay. (laughs) Mishap. Does the F-35 have haps, children? (laughs) Can't afford them. At at some point, we should probably start calling it something else. The pilot ejected safely. Second of all, that means this pilot is probably back at work. Can you imagine? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Gotta get back in that can, thing. Can you hear... Can you imagine, like, him trudging back in? Can you hear the end after burn after reading where he comes to J.K. Simmons and goes, Sir, we've had a whoops-a-doodle. <laughs> Here's the best part. If you have any information that may help our recovery teams locate the F-35... <laughs> like a lost dog. Please call the Base Defense Operations Center. They had to put their phone number up. Please call the Base Defense Operations Center at 843-963-3600. Subplot. Uh, Marine Corps Air Station Beaufort, uh, which is known as uh, Fighter Town East, fine, um, which is in Beaufort, South Carolina, which is tagged in this tweet from Joint Base Charleston, has not tweeted since March of 2022, the last time they had a jet crash. <laughs> this is all this, this is all this thing is good for. Go ahead, like- server. This is extremely dumb, but we're going to get uh, a lot of comments from the Low Country if I don't just step in and let you know it. Sorry, it's it is Buford. 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 It is Buford, Buford. in South Carolina. Buford. I'm sorry. You're, oh God, I knew it as soon as I said it. Tennessee is going. Long Carolina. You're forgiven. It is Beaufort in North uh, Carolina. They're both beachy, yep. like coastal towns. 
but they pronounced them differently. Oh, I had it. And they're up. very passionate about it. I leaned so it. hard into it because I was so sure this one was the Beaufort. I am sorry. To it is. It is South Beaufort. Yep, yep. It is Low Country Beaufort. Uh, Outer Banks is Beaufort. But shit fire. Um, it's still well. That, that now that makes two mishaps. I guess. <laughs> I love that they. Um, I mean, there's there's just so many tremendous details here, such as the F-35 is uh, still in operation. Who could? Who would have thought? Um, one is like. In every movie, anything that's worth more than like six hundred dollars has a tracking device on it. Like mm. No Country for Old Men, set in nineteen seventy-two, I think has mm-hmm. tracking devices. Mm-hmm. This thing costs fucking one hundred thousand trillion dollars and doesn't have any sort of a tracking device. <laughs> because I, it's a stealth. Because it's a stealth plane. Oh, it's yeah, secret. Can I, we can't can find it. Also. <laughs> Something tells me something no called AirTag wouldn't mix well with an F-35 because it's just not its natural state to stay afloat. <laughs> Although, seeing that notification on your phone would be like, F-35 has left your vicinity. It's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, this is this is the kind of event that ties otherwise innocent headline writers into knots they cannot avoid being tied in. I will share this headline from USA Today as an example. Crash site of missing F-35 jet found. How did a stealth fighter go missing? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, it's an invisible plane. So that's um, the was it, so was it raining? We found the one thing it's good at, apparently. <laughs> the literal old Wonder Woman joke, that's what this is, right? Where did mm-hmm. I park my invisible plane? Oh my god, it could be a it could be a camp counselor now. <laughs> like there that's what it can do. It can hang out in the woods. Also, it's for your children. Please, I I so want this to be an example of the pilot being like, hey, hold on, where are my chips? <laughs> at, at what point do you think the airbase had to turn the unplug the phone? Because just too many people are calling. Too many people. I, like, I just want too many. Hey man, I got, I got I got it at my garage. Yeah, I'm on Bofa. <laughs> I'm over in Bofa. Just hanging up. Just hanging what's up. what's sorry? What's Bufa? Yeah. I'm a, no, Bo, no, no, Buford. Yeah, I'm in both. I'm in Bufa. <laughs> I live over in D's. So I'm trying to look look up uh, previous examples of a stealth plane being just. Oh, oh we don't know where it is because it's in this F-117 missing. Missing F-117. All you get is like ah, one was shot down. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's right. try missing B-2. Um, no, that brings up vitamins. <laughs> wasn't there My body is missing B. Like, wasn't there a this shit that flew doesn't to happen. It's yeah. only the broken plane, and like yeah. we're 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 saying nice things about it to say it's because of the stealthiness, <laughs> as opposed to it tried to run an so update great. and blue screen death the whole plane. <laughs> I bet that's what happened. Thank you to user AP who asked Spencer. Everyone only asks where is the multi million dollar jet, and not how is the multi million dollar jet. <laughs> I was just hearing Slaughter fly to the angels, right, as it was, like, taken off, right? This guy ejected and got to have the real-life video game experience of shoot, deployed, horizon, found, jet, streaking away from me. Like, that's, this is the, like, that's the thing you don't want to see. This is the 21st century Ballon Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it because that music depresses me, but someone set the Ballon Rouge soundtrack to the F-35 Tootling away. It's tootling in my head. Here, Not streaking at all. I'm going to put a conspiracy theory out into the universe. Which I recognize yes. it's dangerous. They haven't found the plane. They freaked out and created a debris field just to be like, yep, oh, this is where it was. This is where, where it definitely cra- in South Carolina. <laughs> the F-35 is a debris field. 
It's a debris field. It's a very tightly compressed debris field waiting to happen. I also, Held together so, by I, magic paint. There's some Chinese guy in a little booth somewhere in Hainan who's watching all from his balloon cam, right? Is watching this injection <laughs> and going, y'all won't believe this shit. Holy crap. <laughs> I would also like to celebrate the suggestion of reader Discrub King, who says we've got to lead it back home by flying some decoy planes around it like catnip. <laughs> Your boy. <sighs> I want to know who this pilot was, and I want to know how his week is going. He watched $100 million just soaring away he, from him. He, 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 he created the world's most expensive frisbee. Is what he <laughs> well, it's not a boomerang. <laughs> I feel like with any other device, it's like, wow, it's going to fall into the wrong hands. There are no right hands for this thing. <laughs> I have another answer for the timeline. What are Only they going to do? Learn from it? East. The, the yeah. teens found our F-35 and are roasting it on TikTok. Oh, yeah. no. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, they've learned how to not fly. They already yeah. knew that. Someone in Plane South- crashes out of gas. Teens just surrounding it. Oh, you thirsty. <laughs> what are those? U.S. government? Like think think about this. Back at it again with the black Vanta block. <laughs> this shit's sinking in the swamps of South Carolina Dagobah, and Yoda's like, nah, nah. <laughs> just let it. Like, shaking his little hand and just going down. Yeah, yeah. Just put whoosh. it back. Back I will. Back I will put it. He just sort of like force pulls his keys out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. He pulls it out. Tries again. Dunk. See if it'll. Nope. Same one. <laughs> Takes his, changes his mind, pulls it back out. He forgot his meat sticks in the glove compartment, lets it sink again. <laughs> there are guys, like, think about this. This is South Carolina. This 1,000% happened because there were meat sticks in the glove <coughs> compartment, right? Yeah, or, he or tried, it rained. Or he plugged his phone in and it was like, does not support <laughs> Apple Play. <laughs> no, 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 McAfee no, these, antivirus don't out Don't these of things date. run on, like, Windows 2000? He was probably trying to download LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> Were you trying? Were you trying to play? City I'm sorry. Style? It was this MP3 labeled Eminem sick unauthorized collab <laughs> underscore wave underscore Jay Z underscore BMP underscore AAF. I was alien, just trying alien to play Ant Farm featuring DMX Bradley <laughs> on the F35. Sims free download exe. No, don't do it. <laughs> no, it's it's porn you won't like. <laughs> It won't run Dwarf Fortress and Cruise at the same time. The F thir- there's not a goddamn chance the F-35 could handle Dwarf Fortress. Dwarf Fortress, no way. That Although would- that's a great way to crash when you're like, oh my god, why does this dwarf have such an elaborate backstory and no graphics? This is why. The pilot reported that he was deeply engrossed in a game of snood when all of a sudden... <laughs> This is the best possible one-word answer. Son, can you tell us what happened up there? Dino Park Tycoon? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you yell out rock and stone, brother, while flying a plane? <laughs> Fine. I was playing Deep Rock Galactic. What is the best um, part of South Carolina in which this thing could have landed? Uh, the plane butt. The peach butt. Just Guess right into me. it? South of the border. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, which or in Stuckies. I think it would blend in really well. Directly like, onto like... the roof of a Stuckies. Yeah. They're flat. Yeah. Serbo, what do you think? I mean, you're the expert. Um, yeah, no, I think you guys have hit them all. I, I can't think of anything okay. better than those. Yeah, I would say I would say the cabooses at a South Carolina, like outside the South Carolina football stadium, it would be... I think concordant with the entire history of Gamecock football to have a if plane. If they found this in Williamsburg County, that's not far from Polly's Island. 
It could have gotten tangled up in a hammock. You could have heard a hammock. <laughs> Dude, those hammocks. Are, those, oh no! So okay, good. Darlington, and it's just running laps. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's chasing them around and around like a bug zapper. The lady free. in black claims another victim. <laughs> Great. Strike. Yeah, he gets you. <laughs> My other favorite theory is that it was returning home to Lockheed Martin so that they, they could trick uh, the Air Force into paying for it again. Like, I know, do like the hammock theory. That's one way to keep it in the air. Mm-hmm. We. I know um, that. I know that if somebody found this on the ground and they were looking through the parts, at least one person was like, "Yeah, this thing's a piece of shit." I already got a Cummins in my truck. <laughs> hey i learned something uh while researching this story extensively for the past two days uh do you guys know besides uh i know we know the marines fly this uh the u the uk military flies this do you know the only other um world military force that flies this Hmm. the italian air force oh i was gonna say the pope (laughs) i should have gone with my first instinct discuss Yeah, but that's. I think that's a choice. What does the, the Italian, Italian Air Force do? The I think the Italian Air Force wants days off, and having the F thirty five is a good way to get them. Oh, signore! Can I fly Delivering cigarettes. Yeah, we got to take the year off. The plane is broken. We have to bring you your pornography by the train. A spokesman from Joint Base Charleston told NBC News the aircraft was an autopilot when the pilot ejected. I hope I hope so, yeah. So it so it works great then. Hmm. Evidently. Have they all but told us that someone like remote hacked in and kicked that dude out of the airplane? I oh, hope I it's I, I hope it's part of the MGM Las Vegas hack. I hope it was mm. just one person being like, watch this shit. So <laughs> You made the whole plane a computer. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) I keep saying the other best part, but the other, other, other best part is that at Joint Joint Base Charleston doesn't just house um, Air Force and Navy planes. Like all, all of the, not Space Guard, but all of the real branches of the military have units at this base. And you know how hard they are clowning these people? Yeah. Like imagine being the three branches who were not responsible for this. I hope there's a challenge. I hope somebody issues a very sarcastic challenge coin commemorating. <laughs> <laughs> I just like every other branch is like, oh, uh, well, you know, our, our F-18 still works. It's 40 <laughs> years old. It works fine. So maybe you should have just, just stuck with that because it's B plus at everything. So this is Okay. A, a brief side note, by the way, the Italian Air Force. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> are they, are they, what are uh, they up are to Are they now? the ones that are devastatingly hotter? Is that the Spanish cops? Spanish, I think that's you're the thinking Spanish. about the kind of, okay. the kind of fashy the Spanish kind of cops fascist. who are super attractive. Yeah. Hot uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the Italian Air Force, they were the ones that we sold hardest on the F-104. For those who don't know, the F-104 <laughs> was the lemon we sold the rest of the world through bribery and extortion and sold tons of them to the rest of the world. And they bought like tons of F-104s. The F-104 was known as the Widowmaker for uh, its frequency of crashing. Japan bought a bunch of them, and I think they had like 2% crash because it's Japan, and, and like generally they were super careful with the planes and didn't ask them to do things they wouldn't. Uh, Italy lost 137 of, F- of their F-104s. Damn. 38% of them they lost to crashes, including a lot of them, I'm looking at the list here, impact into mountain, impact into mountain. <laughs> 
Wait, this, this is, is Israel that's like, flies that's like a, that's less funny. That's like a Bears quarterback success rate. Right? <laughs> 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 it's Justin Fields. We had to buy a hundred of them. Yeah, it's just in the field, all right. <laughs> um, can I share with you another mishap that I feel God yes. deserves our attention? Is it still about this... the plane? No. Okay, we'll come back to but, the plane. Right, but this right. is about a fall. Unlike the plane, we'll circle back. Um, this was brought to our att- to my attention by our good friend Victoria. I'm just going to read it straight from the local news report in Buffalo, New York. A man was charged after he allegedly jumped a fence while under the influence of multiple drugs and alcohol and fell into a pit at the new Bills Stadium on Sunday. Put in pit. <laughs> <laughs> Police responded is, to the I'm area. I'm sorry, hold on. Is, he, is, o- is he okay? He, he is sorry, okay. I'm, I'm yes. having a cellar door like swooning fit. Can you please read the last half of that sentence again? Um, uh, fell into a pit at the new Bills Stadium on Sunday. Thank you. Um, ah! Spencer. Mm-hmm. He uh, was taken to a hospital for evaluation and suffered various minor injuries. Police estimated the hole to be about 30 feet deep. Wow. They responded at about 1220 in the afternoon and found a naked man covered in feces. The 29-year-old man mentioned to police that he was under the influence of a combination of alcohol, LSD, cocaine, and marijuana at the time. Mix together? Survey your volume levels really enhanced that. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded like you're outside. Um, (laughs) Like watching through the window, like, hell yeah, brother. Can I just say that although we we started in Lafayette, Louisiana, and later opened our, our one of our better known branches in Philadelphia, adding a Buffalo Bureau to our extended universe has paid such rich dividends. It really has. Um, thank, you, thank you, Vic and friends, for making that happen. Uh, according to the sheriff, <laughs> this was an isolated incident. <laughs> I don't think that needs to be said. I don't. I don't it. think no, that needs. This is to be part said. of a sick new teen game. You listen. If there's it. a thirty foot hole, I'm gonna get fucked up and fall into it. It's called Bill's jumping, and teens aren't going crazy for it. So in both of these stories, something shitty fell to the ground. <laughs> but one of them emerged unscathed, yeah, one of and the, it was the buffalo man. One of them we're actually worried about. Mm-hmm. One of them, the, the well-being we're actually concerned about. One of them with. we feel bad one for. One of them has redeemable value. It's. I would advise the city of Buffalo and the authorities therein not to leave 30-foot holes like that. <laughs> Where's where, Bill's fans, where Bill's fans can scale a fence and get to them. It's called our I would art, simply Ryan. close the hole for the, during game. How else are they supposed to settle the, the final matches of their wrestling feuds that they're having in the parking lot? And you got to go big for like, that final blow-off match. Point. Bill's fans are like gerbils. They can jump straight up a lot farther than you think. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, you can't just cover that hole. If you cover that hole, they'll be like, I can get through there. Yeah, I'm gonna do that shit. Yeah, covering then be it people is like putting up a red flag, like I'm, a, I'm, charging bull. I'm gonna put a table on top of it and then charging go buffalo it. Yeah. and then power bombs. Yeah, well, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. I've that's they learned it from Mario. Mario jumps, goes butt first. What's Man. just a, a brief survey of the crew you, here? What's the farthest yeah. you've fallen unbraked? Like un hmm. like without injuring myself? No, uh, you can injure yourself. I mean, this like will not the surprise far, you at all, far, but I'm pretty sure I can beat everybody. Yeah. 
Okay, it, go ahead. It, it, onto the ground or in like from I've any fallen... point from any point onto the ground an uninterrupted fall okay. from because I've fallen like two stories into water. Okay, that's I think that qualifies. So it didn't doesn't feel good. jump counts right? Like it's yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did jump. I did jump. Oh, but jumping I jumped counts. Poorly. I got way further than that. I don't know if yeah. water counts because like we've all done like a high dive, right? What yeah, if yeah, you fall on well, your back? Spencer, how high would you say the bluff is? How high would you say the bluff is behind my parents' old house with the rope swing? It's a good fifteen feet. Fifteen feet farther. No, fifteen feet farther than you think. I it's think farther it's farther than fifteen feet. It's all right. How's this? I'm being conservative. It's okay. at least fifteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I haven't. The, I don't think I've fallen thirty. I'll tell you this. I've never fallen thirty feet into a hole. How about that? Kay. I have fallen off a ski lift because I was having a spitting contest with my friend, <laughs> and we got the tips of our skis tangled in some wires leading to a maintenance shed cool she I, fell off first and then pulled me <laughs> and we landed on the we, we landed on the roof of the shed like by the sure. time we actually fell like by the time we actually those bars don't do shit on the ski lift by the way by the time no. we slithered under the bars screaming and actually let go of the thing we landed on the roof of a shed and rolled off also it was you know there was a lot of snow I've jumped off a roof. It was one story. Um, me and the homies at one point were having a who is willing to jump down the most stairs contest. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, we did that when I was a kid. I did the whole flight. Um, it was in the upper balcony at church during church. Mm. The, the noise is really fucking loud, but I won. Um, I think that's the farthest I've ever jumped. It, and it was a mega church, mind you. So we're talking a serious flight of stairs. Yeah, yeah. So this was just a normal flight of stairs, but I was very small. My the house where I grew up in has uh, one of those uh, one of those staircases that goes that turns 180 degrees in the middle of it. So it's like half flight of stairs, landing, turn around, half flight of stairs down. And my brother and I and uh, our two neighbor boys who were like staggered with us in age, so we were just this like natural little quartet. Um, we had this thing called flight school. And the object was to jump from the top of the stairs and see who could slap the wall the highest. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then f- you would kind of slide down the wall like a bug. Yep. And land on the landing. I don't think anybody ever got hurt, but we were pretty little, and it was only like eight steps. I think the ski. I think the ski fall was farther. <clears throat> Mostly, I'm impressed that. And the cops don't want to say this, but they know it's true. Mm. I this felt man. Cool. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I fell twenty feet off a climbing wall, and my my belayer <laughs> my belayer did not uh, did not hold the rope. Was there oh. was there padding? I wouldn't if I saw your big ass coming down. I get out of the way. Mm. Was it? Y- are y- we talking on indoor padding or what? Um, I had the advantage of falling onto shredded like shoe foam. Yeah, mm-hmm. like shredded, oh, like shredded rubber, like that playground yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. stuff which I'm I'm pretty sure now gives you like some sort of heinous cancer, um, sure. but it did manage to actually save my ass because I landed on that. And I will tell you, falling from 20 feet, uh, it's it feels you're like oh I'm dead. Yeah, like I'm sure the thing it just takes so long. It yes. takes so <laughs> it takes so long, but I will say this: the impact is so short. You're like, wow! I didn't know I could have that much of my ass kicked in that short a span of time. When, There's, when, I'm thinking about like um, the tallest cliff I ever jumped off of. You know, when you're a dumb kid, you jump off a cliff into a lake, and like, like that first split second of like, I want to go back. You can't. You're just going to keep going for a long, long, long time. 
Yes. If you've yeah. ever, if you've ever, my experience was jumping off a makeshift high dive at a sinkhole, and I decided, <laughs> yep. I decided to go like Olympic diver head first instead Holy of shit. just like jump and go feet first. Great idea. And Andrew. as I was tumbling the wrong way, that's what, like you have enough time to realize, oh, that's not what I should have done, mm-hmm. and that's not a fun feeling. Yeah, it's not a. It, go ahead. This is. I think. I don't think this is higher than the rope swing. I did do a attempt to do a gainer into a quarry uh, that's on the other side of town and I somehow got like twisted around sideways and hit if you've ever hit water from that far up with the side of your body with it, really with anything but your feet it creates like a mottled bruise wherever your skin touched the water first mm-hmm. and it just looks like you've been beaten with a tangerine like wherever your wherever your body hit first, but only on one side. But I think what we have learned from this story, <clears throat> which the cops don't want to admit to, is that the problem is not doing dangerous things. It's doing dangerous things without being under the influence of alcohol, LSD, cocaine, and marijuana. Like, At the same time. When, when you make that potion in this version of Resident Evil, the zombies can't hurt you. You know what else he was clearly taking? Fiber. <laughs> I, I, I do have some questions it. about the covered in feces part. I, I have I I want to know where that happens in the story. Like, I want to know how that happens in the story. Did he arrive with that as a costume, or did the impact cause it? Would was love this to like, know. or was this like a former like porta potty pit? Would love that to know that as well. In. Yes, many questions. Yikes. If you fell thirty feet into a pile a of human excrement, hmm. man, that's Bill's van, baby. I like bet they, on the should, way. they should probably put his number up. They should That's honor so him. Long time. <laughs> That's so long that on the way down, he had time to think, man, fuck Ken Dorsey. Like, <laughs> like it might pro- be Ken Dorsey's fault. We don't know. I mean, you know, drops are a problem, boys. <laughs> That's wow. so far. 30 feet so far. <laughs> yeah, you have so many thoughts. Like, That's... That's way too far. You, 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 it, it, that's so long you have time to think about how many thoughts you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. He probably actually also thought, oh, man, I'm covered in shit. That's, that's wild. <laughs> I also appreciate that in this version of the news story, the verb they use is that he mentioned to police that he was under the... Mm. <laughs> like was By the way, just design. thought I'd drop this here. It's none of your business, but... Officer. <laughs> So Ryan, can you just go over the toxicology one more time, just because I want to I want to clarify. Yeah. Just list them list them one at a time. Toxicology sounds like he was fine. Al- alcohol <laughs> mm, helped. LSD did not help. I will guarantee you that did not help. <laughs> Might have been the cause. Mm-hmm. Cocaine mega helped with the, Hap- uh, helped helped in the first second. Didn't help from that. point I think forward. it's what bounced him back up. Right. Um, marijuana. Definitely helped. Helped Definitely. after the cocaine world. Yeah, exactly. There's, <laughs> also, there's, no, there's no also going to help the limp on impact, though, yeah. and, and thus suffer fewer inter- fewer like bone injuries, right? There's, um, I'm a doctor. There's, there's one more quote here from the, the Erie County Sheriff. You wouldn't be in a port... Uh, sorry, I'll back up here. When you're taking LSD, cocaine, and marijuana, you're going to not, you're going to not read the signs. You're not going to read anything. <laughs> You wouldn't be in a porta potty jumping inside it, covered yourself with human excrement. You wouldn't be doing that. Oh. This is a very isolated issue. Oh. So I think 
if mm. I'm understanding correctly, a picture reveals itself. I think this man pre-coated himself in feces and then jumped into the hole. Did he? Did was the pit in the porta potty? Unclear. Was the porta potty like no. on top of a no. dormant volcano? No, I think I think he he Buffalo's he. Amazing. I think he went from porta potty to scaling fence to hole. Because this, it, you could read this as he was sitting there. He stood up and he jumped, got skinny, and went straight through the toilet hole himself. He's su- he Super Mario Brothers. And down then from time Correct. lived as Gollum down beneath yes. the porta potty. <laughs> Met and married Hillary Swank's character from the core, raised five beautiful children. Um, to, to, I, to wrap this story up from the journalistic mm-hmm. side, Sheriff Garcia praised the sellout crowd at Sunday's game, calling it the, <laughs> quote, best behaved crowd that we've seen since our administration <laughs> has been in place. This man, if this is the worst him, I got to deal with, I'll yeah. take it. I guess once you get him down in the pit, he's pretty docile. One other arrest was made after the game. A man was charged with harassment for attempting to fight other people. Sometimes it is best to just go back to the old ways. I hope this man takes the lesson from this is that he's capable of extraordinary things. And he oh, he 100% change. thinks he can't die now. Like, he's like, Unbreakable is real, and I am Bruce Willis. Yeah, like somewhere uh, a man played by Ed Harris in a beret and military <laughs> uniform is like, <laughs> find me that man's number. We need him. Bring, bring me the super bill. <laughs> <laughs> Must study his terrible smelling blood. <laughs> you know who would have pulled that F thirty five out of the air and guided mm-hmm. it in? That's Super right, Bill. Super Bill. <laughs> he would have parachuted the... down onto that thing like a COD mission. We're gonna right? send him into the swamps, <laughs> into the Congaree. <laughs> would have been the best. Re- would have been the best quick time episode ever in a COD game. Press X to grab F thirty five with hands. <laughs> Guide to ground, press, like he's press. riding it like a horse and cooing into its ear, being like, "You got this, big fella, boss. This. You're low on LSD. <laughs> press Y." Oh my god, you that, just landed on the perfect name for those planes. Mm-hmm. Old paint. Old paint. That's right. Uh, he he found the solid snake. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you're the best boss. That's what the cocaine's for. <laughs> like. He hit the ground <gasps> and immediately it was like S. You get an S tier for this movie. Congratulations. <laughs> it's just speed. He really speed ran that one. <laughs> Incredible time, boss. You, you laugh, but Hideo Kojima is like, this is a very good idea. We don't laugh. This is very serious. This is a very good idea for a mission. We're not laughing. This is I, very serious. I think there's probably also some part of Buffalo law enforcement that's like, well, the Bills did win, so maybe this was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Look what happened when they played the Jets and nobody fell into a thirty-foot pit. Are you trying so to say like, that? Uh, trying to say that Midsommar when the uh, the ceremony of people jumping <laughs> off the cliff. It's like uh, it, more like Midwintar, I guess. Yeah, like there we go. It's Buffalo, but Mid Bromar. Uh, yeah. All right, one, who's next? Uh, one, one <laughs> Josh Allen needs to play a normal game this week. We just need him to go out there and just throw normal passes, not do any I, crazy stuff. Who's going to jump in the pit? I will be the incarnate vessel this week for all of the disorder and chaos in the Bills world. I will make I Josh Allen normal. Will channel it, right? <laughs> Get the ketamine, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the playoffs. That's for the playoffs. <laughs> We gotta beat the fucking dolphins. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> you eased into the pit. That's why we lost. You're about to fall. 
<laughs> just lower yourself gently. Why does this man have a wingsuit and he's covering himself in bull's blood? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I hope this. I hope this becomes the halftime show at Bill's Games. <laughs> <laughs> the Thursday nighter with like Al Michaels, like oh, and some some local gay who is jumping into the shit pit. <laughs> just like bored out of his mind by. <laughs> Kirkwood Street's like, this is normal at Ohio State. Yeah, <laughs> well, Al, I really like his, t- his technique, but I don't know if it would fly in the Big Ten. You know, the, thing is, the, the thing is, to really get into a porta potty, it's all about footwork. This is a Stanford mascot looking at this guy being like, surviving that? Amateur. <laughs> I die every time I do it. That's why there's a new one of me every year. That's right. That's what happens. I yeah, no here, there's advantages, there's free tickets, you get a parking pass, and you die. Speaking of free tickets, <laughs> well, they're not free, but oh. um, folks, if you would like to uh, attempt something incredibly daring and impressive at a Stanford game, in fact, mm-hmm. Arizona Stanford's coming up. It's on Pac-12 Network, which means there's no other way to see it except for going oh, to GameTime.co. Oh, the F-35 time. actually CO. runs on Pac-12 Network. So, oh, if if you're an F-35, I'm learning a lot if it today. can. If it can fly, so so what do you do? You just sit in it and turn it on and That's just don't correct. go anywhere and That's just the enjoy the Pac-12 yes. network? Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Failing that, unless you're the lucky South Carolinian who has um, who has recovered the horrible plane, simply go to gametime.co. Do not say gametime.com. I didn't. I said gametime.co. <laughs> That's where you can buy tickets to stuff. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and can start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. I'm on the way to the game, brother. (laughs) (laughs) This is a serious ad. It's the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Yeah, see, this ad, this, this ad copy is actually targeted for us. Planning months in advance, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Uh, game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets, same section and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code FULLCAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code FULLCAST for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Shouts to the brave soul who on game time right now has listed tickets to uh, Arizona Stanford for $221 a piece. Good for you. There are a lot of tickets for this game that don't cost near that much, but somebody says... I will drag this market higher, guys. Well, it's for a lucky Fullcast listener, they're only 200 That's right. That's right. Have you ever heard the legend of Good Game Tim? He was a boy during the Great Depression, and to make money, he'd travel to cities and towns with a simple offer. For a dollar, you could challenge him to any game you chose. And if you won, he'd give you $20. Now, Tim could make such an enticing offer because this kid was an absolute whiz at games of all sorts. It could be a child's game like Hopscotch or Hide and Seek, or it could be an adult game like Poker or Backgammon. Tim would always walk away victorious. And they called him Good Game Tim, not just because he was so successful, but because he was a real sportsman about it. Tim never gloated, even as he won game after game after game. But one day, the rich owner of a local concert hall took Tim to his venue and challenged him 
to a new contest. My boy, he bellowed, I'll bet you can't pick the cheapest seat in this fine hall. And true enough, Tim was stumped. How was a child supposed to take the guesswork out of buying tickets or guarantee the lowest price to an event? Tim handed the concert hall owner $20 and disappeared for decades. Until he re-emerged triumphantly as an app and website, GameTime.co. Now, Tim, who accidentally added an E to his name when registering, can offer you last-minute ticket deals to NBA playoff games, baseball, concerts, and more. GameTime offers you last-minute deals where you can save up to 60%, and he provides you with panoramic views from your seat in the app before you buy. So take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code FULLCAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account and redeem code F-U-L-L-C-A-S-T for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Um, is it time to read the schedule? <gasps> schedule time, schedule time. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was looking at your face and it made me laugh. Oh, that sounded really mean. I just no, mean that fine. you were laughing and it set me off. No, I'm, I'm used to it. Um, Thursday night, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, hey, man, we got two winning teams with the Georgia the State schedule. Coastal. Have winning Georgia records. State's undefeated, right? Yeah. Also, do you know what we did last week? We got all the way through... Uh, haranguing last week's schedule without pointing out that well you know when we say this weeks are boring some weird shit happens and then some weird shit happened yeah, yeah. i mean all, i, I all, feel at this point it, it went it went without saying Pr- pretty decent friday night um you know no awful teams other than virginia hmm. but yeah. that means we get to watch uh we get to watch calandria who is always good for something air force is pretty fun to watch this year air force can like air force can move the ball they're a lot of fun they they can move the ball and they're uh, they're the entertaining. Actually, I would add this. I think both Army and Air Force are extremely entertaining triple yes. option teams because, especially since uh, Army has gone even further back into the past by putting the guy in shotgun, the quarterback in shotgun, so it looks like he's running the single wing. Right? Looks like he's running like some single wing wing T shit. Uh, they're both really entertaining triple teams. If that is your bag also man you're not above sunbelt on a thursday hell nope. sunbelt on a thursday nope. man that's that's family entertainment nope and that, that game in south time. carolina f-35 might show up you don't know yeah oh, never mind <laughs> <laughs> you know what listen f-35 is not above sunbelt football either because it ain't above anything <laughs> <laughs> How's your I, I mean game? the f-35 is allergic to the sun so i'm not sure if it would be watching the sun belt <laughs> How's your ground game? Stronger than I want it to be. <laughs> Committed. Established. Um, I will also I will also state that if you want... don't. Have you watched San Diego State? Like, even like two minutes of San Fuck Diego State? No. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched, I, well, I watched the Oregon State game because I hadn't really had a chance to see DJ. Oregon um, State enjoyed themselves immensely. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. San Diego That's State it. is... That's all. Yeah. That was that was interesting for a minute, yeah, and not anymore. Can I can I immediately fast forward to, like I think a really good noon slate on Saturday because I want beginning wanna... with the return of the king. Good noon <laughs> Saturday. Jim Harbaugh, who went to a place he's never been before, which uh, a salad bar, I, like. <laughs> <sighs> 
That man's been to a salad bar, but it's all iceberg and ranch. It's one of those. It's one of those bacon bits and yeah. cottage cheese situations. Sure. A Stevie sure. B's is not a salad bar, but that's why that you are there burger bars. Oh, that's Fuddruckers. <laughs> that's wild that you went immediately to Michigan because my first thought was to yeah. go to Auburn, Texas A and M. Wow. Because huh. this is Auburn. This is Auburn. Mm-hmm. As a road dog, with no discernible trace of offense. And Not no, meaningfully so, yeah. Yeah, against an A&M team that should win. Brother, that there's a button. certainly but- needs to win. <laughs> needs to win and should be more talented. A&M right? is a touchdown favorite, which tends to go really great. <laughs> like, we have a, I think I think it was Bruce Feldman who has already started the, like, they're starting to find the money to fire Jimbo. And, like, if they lose to this Auburn team... <laughs> They're gonna start finding that money a lot faster. Let's find some more. It's exciting we, to oh, find we, a use for Auburn. We, we Basically, a cr- boosters are gonna turn into Mario when he finds the one coin, <laughs> the one brick. He keeps it. Ding, 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 ding. So, he goes down the pipe, and it's oh, the money room, the, the, <laughs> the coin sewer, <laughs> the Aggie coin sewer. It's, it's, it's time. So I don't know if um, I don't know how much Auburn you've watched, but. Um, if After Cal, none. Fucking Cal. Yeah, it's so only Auburn Cal. If you've watched a senior citizen try to back into a parking space <laughs> in the last week, you've watched Auburn's <laughs> offense. No, it's it's if you watched a senior citizen try to back into a parking space and then they got out and two other senior c- citizens tried because <laughs> Auburn, mm-hmm. Auburn keeps rotating who gets to get behind the wheel of this car. <laughs> Elder correct. abuse is about the only free space they have left on their bingo card, isn't it? It's true. It's time. Uh, but yeah, that's it, this is hilarity. This is this is tragic comedy, and it has it written all over the place. Especially with A and M coming off, I, I think like Miami kicked their ass. That score that score is much closer than I think the actual game was. Especially in terms of how both teams came out of that game feeling like they just got their ass beat by. Yeah, A and M A and M had like two short fields that they scored on, right? Yeah, that's it. And then the rest of the time they just got owned. They they got at every key at every like key like ooh this is the game they not only like lost that play they lost it in embarrassing and decisive fashion Auburn in this role this is what they were born for this is what you were made for this is the f- the fire has forged you for this moment Auburn I want you to be like that little I have cod on the brain now now that I mention it in Modern Warfare you could get like a little buggy loaded with like TNT that you could drive a little remote control car to go detonate with somebody that's what Auburn is. For a and this week, just <laughs> all ground game, all explosive. I think it's very funny. Uh, Florida State, Clemson. Before you know, before the season started, this was sort of circled as like, "Wow, this is this is a big one. This could be you know, for, this could be a playoff quarterfinal, basically." Uh, and then one weekend, it was, "Wow, Florida State. The, the ACC is theirs now. The, the changing of the times." And now it's like uh, <laughs> number four Clemson is number four FSU is favored by two against an unranked team because because uh, rankings are funny things rankings when it comes to putting your money on them. Did I already say this? I don't feel like FSU spent nearly long enough in the wilderness for getting interesting again. Although I'm I'm grateful that they are interesting. I mean, it is. Yeah, I, they, I thought they so wilderness too. hard though. Yeah, they that's yeah. True. You think they like? You think they doubled up on their? And it's year yeah, four. Yeah, they, they doubled they, up on their class load. The yes. COVID year kind of unlike them. The COVID year kind of screws up our time frame there because no, you know, you're right. 
you know that 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 went either so quickly or so uh slowly depending like 21 on was qu- quite bad if i remember correctly yeah yes, like 20, he 21 almost, is where they lose to jacksonville state yeah he almost four did, losses he almost didn't make it yeah and but it they should have so done that like a couple couple years in a row for fun. it was just so fast though like it went from like yeah. preseason number two to oh goddamn almost um, as fast as an f-35 falling from orbit do you all know the last time florida state beat clemson was it the Taj Boyd game? Was it the fifty-two? I was seven? there, was and I can't 52? remember. I was there, and I can't remember the year. That's is how that, sad this is. Is that fourteen or fifteen? Twenty fourteen, no. but it, this it's a closer game. It's twenty-three seventeen. The game you're thinking of was twenty thirteen. Yes, you're thinking of yeah the, the twenty thirteen game, game where it was like that's the last time Florida State beat Clemson. I, I was at, at that game, but I just can't remember what year it was. Yeah, because yeah, twenty fourteen is the last time Florida State won this game. And at that the time, it was, was FSU was the bully, and it's like, wow, Clemson can't get over the hump. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to overreact to this game in either direction. Frankly. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm, so, do you can I can I tell you a wish? Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun if, in the last year before the conferences melt into an unrecognizable pile of goo, if this was the year we got the Florida State Miami? Uh, uh, ACC championship game. Yeah, finally happens. Yes. Just yes. just once. Yes, especially because it'll be a rematch. They'll play in the regular season, and if they have to play again in the car, that's beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they better get it done now because we all know it's going to be Stanford Syracuse going forward. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a Syracuse listener complain about us not really giving them enough credit and said we made fun of Garrett Schrader. Hey, we, we spent not- like five minutes trying to remember if Syracuse was we public were- or private. That counts. We were not making fun of Garrett Schrader. Garrett Schrader's awesome. We were having a little bit of fun at the notion that just like, Garrett Schrader is running 300 yards a game, but only yeah. getting credit for 150 yards rushing. This because... is a long-standing pro Dino Babers program. What new blood is talking like this? I know. I mean, I, Syracuse does this like, oh, we're they're kind of a Maryland. They do this, so yeah, oh, we're four and zero thing, you know, yes. every year, and then oh, we're four and eight. So like, I'm g- give me a month or two to come also, around. Also, like, yeah. I can't. It's a win over Purdue. I can't mm-hmm. gas you up that much over it. I just also, can't. Yeah. Also, you're about to play Army. So uh, I hope you make the best of your possessions because you're getting five of them. <laughs> rations. That, yeah, you're get you're get you're getting rationed because, yeah. buddy, they're gonna uncork twelve yard drive. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, SMU TCU um, going away. The skillet's think, going away. Yeah, I, I, how, uh, the TCU oh, fans I talked to are sort of like, yeah, we're fine with that. <laughs> we we yeah, we're 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 too good for our rivals now. The school that complained for many years about their rivals abandoning Another, them. A, a classic ACC Big Twelve rivalry game that will be disappearing soon. I want. Can I hear this in David Attenborough voice? Um, I would. I know we have not met our federally minimum amount of time uh, mandated <laughs> to talk about Colorado. <laughs> would like to say just one thing. I think Deion Sanders telling his team that they needed to win because Jay Norvell was annoying <laughs> as hell. I really deeply relate to that level of like that form mm. of motivation. Like go out and win to make this annoying person unhappy. That's like the most Twitter Twitter shit I've ever heard from a coach. And I would like to acknowledge that I thought that was effective. 
it it worked it worked for both teams like this was just textbook wrestling promo stuff like <laughs> a game even the teams didn't care about for like five to ten years was like the talk of the like in all of sports the talk of con- the country for a weekend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and a shitload of people watched it on television <laughs> at 2 a.m eastern there were people who don't even watch football who were posting about this yeah game. yeah like i uh, one's hat must be tipped if you got what was it <laughs> nine million people to watch colorado colorado yes. state that's fucking yes. crazy like I mean, I think like this might have been the party thing and all the popular that... kids showed up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, this might have been the thing that I think really made it sink in for a lot of hardcore college football fans how big a crossover deal is. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like we have had this notion as college football people for a long time that, like, we have a New York Yankees. It's called either Ohio State or Alabama or Notre Dame, depending on your perspective, right? Yep. Yep. No, we didn't. We do now. <laughs> <laughs> now we understand, like... Um, what it's like to have the entire focus of your sport is about one thing. Like I think, I think you're. I think this is more of a Dallas Cowboys situation, where the the level of attention is there, and maybe they're good, but maybe they're not. I think they're more in that level. Though the Yankees suck this year. So, so are the not. Cowboys like? Um, what's the difference between Yankees and Cowboys there? Um, I think whether it's liked or not, the Yankees have enough like success that we remember that we can be like well yeah i understand why we're talking about this team that won a bunch of world series and whatever and like the cowboys do not okay yeah so it's a, it, it i mean it's like if it's the a cardinals... slightly di- it's, a, it's just a slightly different basically thing. we have the cardinals became the cowboys overnight yes <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah the game is completely changed like college football famous is not actual sports famous no, no, no <laughs> like, not even a little go look up google trends tim tebow's career the height of his popularity was as a bronco not as mm-hmm. a gator johnny mm-hmm. manziel was more famous as a pro than as a college player like forget this dion so is the actual rare celebrity in college football and this is his biggest game yet it, it's only going to get louder until he loses and then it'll be a different kind of noise mixed in <laughs> they if, also have they also yeah. have a playing style by the way that's going to keep this hype train going because they're capable of scoring points meaning they ain't going to get skunked like i don't think oregon's going to skunk them i think even if oregon scores 40 if they score 50 colorado's going to be right there points wise you know they'll score 30 they'll score 35 yeah. And it will look more respectable than it actually was. I think you're right. The first half against Nebraska sort of like pushes against that because they really could not get the they couldn't move the ball that well against no. the best defense that they've played all year. But they but, get deep but they get deep in games and you can't keep up with those receivers for that long, provided you keep Sanders upright. That is the one thing where you go, Okay, the most interesting question in this game is not anything concerned with Colorado because I know they can't protect him. It's whether Oregon's going to be able to pressure them. That's the thing where you go, okay, I don't know that, and I want to see that because all I've seen thus far out of Oregon is them absolutely immolating much lesser opponents for sport. Colorado's yeah. offense is going to be all or nothing, and yeah. there's going to be some all. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, they, the thing about this is, like, say Oregon wins by 30, so much of the country will love that. <laughs> Like, yeah, there the the Schadenfreude meter is maxed out. Like you know, the the interest is not going down 
any in any way anytime soon. Finally, the defenders the of respectable tradition, the Oregon Ducks, are here to save us. <laughs> Old school football. <laughs> Old the school. Oregon We're Ducks. tired of this flashy Colorado Buffaloes <laughs> team. We need the old school sensibilities of Bo Nix and the Oregon Ducks. We need the meat and potatoes Oregon Ducks in their neon uniforms to come and <laughs> Their uniforms right. made of sunglasses. They will <laughs> <laughs> There's a not insubstantial chunk of Washington fans that really are like this, and I'm excited to see if they shine this year. Oh boy! Um, oh boy! Um, I have I have a I have a nagging concern about Colorado that okay. I haven't really seen come to fruition yet, and mathematically that kind of makes sense. And I can't remember if I mentioned this or not. They're playing with their hair on fire right now. And it, they obviously have got a a greater level of... A, a, a way above replacement level, uh, first-year head coach level of team cohesion, right? Mm-hmm. Than, than, mm-hmm. they, than they might otherwise have. And I, I think that the factors that you can credit that to are obvious. I am worried... If I'm worried about anything with this team, I am worried about basic workaday attrition. Like what? How? What happens when they? Uh, what happens when they get into the? Uh, you know, when they get into the thick of October, and just like every other team, they start. You know, nobody nobody ends the season not beat up. You know, everybody everybody takes injuries. You know, holes pop up on every team. Uh, what happens to? You know, how how prepared is the next level? You know, how how far down the depth chart, you know, can they go without, you know, w- without making a crucial stumble? Like, I'm, uh, it, it feels very weird to uh, ascribe anything like a normal first-year team to this team. But that's the, the thing that worries me about them right now is, like, body math. And you can't really, I mean, there's, they could have... They could have no significant injuries for the rest of the season. Who knows? But that's that's the thing I'm really curious to see what happens is how how they stand up and how they uh, and how they fill those holes and how they like uh, how resilient they are when when their numbers take a hit as there they is, inevitably will. There is one thing maybe working in their favor in that regard. Mm-hmm. Some of the units on this team are not great to begin with, like. If you're like, what does that look like for an offensive line that is already having trouble? You know, it's right. like the there isn't that much room to drop. The defense has had some good moments, had some bad moments. Obviously, not having Travis Hunter out there at DP is not ideal, but like they, <clears throat> so much of what makes Colorado interesting and effective is Shadur Sanders and like a really interesting and effective wide receiving core, right? Mm-hmm. And if they can keep that true, if if that can maintain the, it, what it is for, I don't know, the next month, like they'll be they'll have more of a chance than than you might think. I don't know. I'm okay. I hear what you're saying. That's fair. But well, I I also think for what it's worth that this is not this is not the Pac-12 game I am most interested in this week. It go on. I would pick UCLA at Utah. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. likely to be a much more competitive game. Um, mostly because 
I am really interested to see if what UCLA is this year. Like, mm. they have had... I think it's easy to forget that, like, Weirdly so under many... We're the radar of, Chip Kelly team. Well, so so often at this point in the season, we have seen UCLA either lose some dumb game or play, like, um, the South Alabama game last year, where it's like, oh, you really should have lost that. Or you really got, like, hung around way too long with or this team. Or they pulled a Route 66. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so far, they've been fine. And they've played Coastal. And they've played San Diego State. Like, they've played teams that in in many years would be like, oh, that's the kind of team that can trip you up. They also have, like, an awesome freshman quarterback in Dante Moore. And uh, the, I, drop I, like, off, the drop off, by the way, yeah. from DTR to Dante Moore. Dante Moore's been more consistent in a lot of ways and, that feels and, well, really and, weird to say about and a freshman Chip and, still won't commit to him as the starter like he's still playing the that's right the <laughs> he has that veteran coach such a bitch veteran offensive coaches do that they just get snake bit and then they're like I don't know I can't find the right one no I mean yes. bitch in like the mean girl sense yes it is it yeah. is very mean girls but come on additionally dude. too there's like one interesting thing you go well all right, they're going to play Utah. What's Utah going to do? Utah's going to limit possessions. They'll they'll get real tough. They'll hunker down and they'll hold on to the ball, right? One, if you've watched Utah offensively, they're not great at stringing together long drives. They sure. are not. And UCLA's already played two teams, San Diego State and Coastal, who that's their MO. Like, they really like to put together long drives, hold the ball, and run the ball on you and they've performed and acquitted themselves really well against those two teams so like in a styles make fights kind of thing mm-hmm. ucla stood up to that pretty well like this is gonna be squeaky this feels like a really squeaky game like tight yeah i think that's right but i think it'll be fun i want to get to my idea of fun which is a total disaster and that's <sighs> This week, something really unprecedented happened that we kind of let slip in the midst of every other story, which is one coach telling uh, the press what was happening on the staff of another team. <laughs> <laughs> Publicly? That's, and even- then saying that they talk? And that's how he knows? Like, like Lane Kiffin has had... Um, Your friends like me better. Yes. It, uh, please tell people who, who might not be as online as we are what you're, what you're discussing. So Lane Kiffin in a press conference this week... Uh, to the old Miss Press was asked about the defensive game plan and unbidden, unprompted <laughs> Lane said, yeah, we're preparing for uh, defense is going to be called by Travaris Robinson, not by Kevin Steele. why is that unusual? It's unusual because Kevin Steele's the defensive coordinator by name at Alabama. Not the guy that Lane said? No, not the guy that Lane said, which is Travaris Robinson, who's also on staff at Alabama. And Lane basically said, yeah, he's calling the plays now. And we figured that out just from the looks they were getting from the calls. like, And when pressed about this, it was like, yeah, you know, I mean, like, you know, we know those guys. And, you know, like we talk and, you know, you can just tell. Now, this is funny for, well, this is funny for 17 reasons. Yeah. But let me let me lay out two of the reasons that this is, uh, that this is important. A, this is exactly the kind of thing that Lane in for all of his uh for all of his whatever is a, a big football dork. This is exactly the kind of thing. It's incredibly plausible that he would know this. It's totally plausible that he would know this. This is not this is not an easily dismissible story. Um and B that we we tossed around reasons uh 
we, we tossed around reasons in the group chat all week for why he would have said this, but uh, I think the reason that he said this is very simple is because now somebody's going to ask Nick about it. And somebody did ask Nick about it. <laughs> they had to. Yes. Yeah. And Nick, and Nick had to say, no, that's not true. <laughs> I, I think this is just, I, I think this is a, a I, I'm not even, usually I find this shit irritating from him. This is hilarious. I am still sort of astonished by that and by the fact that Ole Miss might win this game. Uh, Jalen Milrow will be the starter. They're going back to him because... Um, if he wins this, that LA Times reporter is going to be writing for Cosmo. Yeah. By um, his boyish legs. Yeah. Jalen Milrow <laughs> is getting the start because... I'm pretty I think, sure he said he had boyish legs. I think the USF game was... The USF game was, okay, Tommy, we'll start your guy. Let's see how he is. And then... The reaction was, ass! Oh, God! I just can't believe there's a guy named Milrow who's not working out for Bama. Like, that just, that seems like a failure of nominative determinism. Yeah. So I think I think he's doing fine. And, like, I mean, remember against Texas, they had two touchdowns called back by penalty. Like There is that. I think quarterback is not the problem. Quarter, the line. quarterback depth chart, sure. But I think uh, the starting quarterback. problem, yeah. Yeah, mm. like, can Alabama block Ole Miss is a thought I haven't had in decades but yeah <laughs> it's it's uh it's i mean it, i don't know if they can block anyone like quarterback is just it's getting all the attention and like nationally but it i quarterback is fine it's not a worry it's just not yeah currently by the way uh alabama in terms of rushing offense just behind arizona maryland new mexico well, that's to be expected uh and uh teams like south alabama South Alabama is legit. Mm. They, no, they no, no slander will be tolerated here. None. South Alabama, current home of uh, famed Saban imitator Robbie Zell. Unlike Splits and Duo, all Jaguars are welcome on this program. Not just the fancy Jacksonville ones. I'm irritated just thinking about <laughs> did that. Did you just say the phrase, the fancy Jacksonville ones? I did. I did. You did. That's is a there thing. not fancy a podcast like where we can escape though, so. the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we look ahead to the uh, the national title game? Please, God, yes. By which I mean, of course, Oregon State at Washington State. Yes. Um, the winner of this it. game will be undefeated, uh, at very least a co-leader in the Pac-12, um, and should absolutely get some sort of a trophy for winning the um, the Left Behind Cup. Um, that, like whoever wins this is my favorite team for the rest of the year. Just period. You, that whatever that's worth. <laughs> It's all the prize I can offer. The Last of Us Bowl. Yeah. Also Sam Houston versus Houston. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. our analysis. No, that's one of the what classic weird, forms. What of... a weird looking game. <laughs> is this is this man versus self or man versus God? <laughs> I'm going to say that's man versus God. Which one Sam. is God? Houston. Sam, Sam Houston is God. Okay, Ooh. so we have we have theological discord here. Yeah, explain some things. Mm, gonna have to have a conclave about it. I need like five years. We need like a traditional medieval conclave, but we're like we need three years to discuss this theological issue. Phew, this Arrange shit calls the wines for a synod. Jesus. The Houston gonna, Synod. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say we. I have dissolved the Houston Synod. How did you do today? I advanced two yards against their argument. Tomorrow I will advance two more yards. Uh, Spencer, real quick, can you give me Mac Brown saying Palpatine? <clears throat> Palpatine. Some, hey, can we get somehow Palpatine returned? <laughs> somehow Palpatine returned. I don't think that's quite no, it. Oh, no, no, no. 
Somehow Palpatine returned. There we go. <laughs> Ohio State, um, Notre Dame, sure. Um, yeah, sure. More importantly, the, Iowa, Penn State. Mm. Um, yeah, which, by the way, guess who's guess who's got a two game win streak going in this rivalry? Oh, really? <laughs> I believe you, but that's I, I, Iowa. That's chilling. To, I don't like to think about huh. that. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> they huh. they won twenty twenty one twenty three twenty, and they won in twenty twenty forty one twenty one. If if Iowa beats number seven Penn State on the road, <laughs> they're gonna rocket up the fucking rankings, and it's gonna be very alarming. And then they'll have to fire Brian anyway. Yep. Um, and really, after this, after this, Iowa has Michigan State, Purdue, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, Nebraska, Nebraska. If Iowa is good enough to beat Penn State, which we don't know, obviously. There is no real good reason that you can't talk yourself into undefeated regular season Iowa. It's time to talk to your kids. They're yeah. so grown. It's, it's, listen, it's entirely possible. And I want you to just think about one of my favorite things, which is James Franklin desperately trying to make something happen against an Iowa front that won't budge out of their fucking cover three, cover four. Like that just won't like just stays in their shell defense. He's like, Oh, ha trick play. Ha fake um, punt. Ha. And they're like, tackle, tackle, punt, tackle, the game, punt. The game you should not watch and will not learn anything from <laughs> USC at Arizona state. Oh, interesting. Like what that's just that start. That's I think it's a nine thirty kick. Mm, it's 10:30 like, Eastern. 10:30 Eastern, yes. Yeah, five uh, touchdown spread for you. Just, <laughs> I got some good news. In five? I think I think being a human is a complicated thing, and there aren't a lot of like clear like this makes you a good person. If you watch this game and you're not a USC or an Arizona State fan, you are a bad person. I'm gonna be a bad person. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yep. Uh, Arizona State had eight eight turnovers last week. Yes. Eight. Yes. Yielded or uh... coughed up. Coughed oh. up. Yes, yeah, left up. up eight t- turnovers as they got shut out by Fresno State. So if they improve, huh. if they improve by half, that means handing USC a short field only four times. Only, but but a mere four times. Uh, at yes. least for part of that game, you could instead be watching UCF Kansas State conference game. Sure. Um, or... Kansas State. This is what you get to do after in a very annoying game against <laughs> Mizzou is mm-hmm. host UCF. Hey, hey, annoying new most annoying. I don't know why here. anybody's playing them, but I appreciate that people keep doing it. Uh, UNC Pitt. <laughs> yeah. Anybody want to offer a prediction for that? Because you're no, but you're I right. kind of want to go. Whatever you, whatever you predict, you're right. <laughs> if we could just cover the fact that West Virginia, after the backyard bowl, had a DB at the press conference say, "Well, coming into the game, we knew that Pitt's quarterback wasn't very good at his job." <laughs> That's actually it. I want to hear Max. Verbatim. I want to hear Max shit talk an opposing quarterback. And try to make it sound nice. Well, we know they're they're limited. At like the anti, like like yeah. the bizarro world, Bill Stewart, which I guess I think, is who I he already is. The Mac method there is listing all the positions they're good at. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Running back, DB, <laughs> linebacker, tight end, kicker, punter. They're very on and good on at and their on water and on. boys are non-pareil. They're very good at left guard and right guard. Can you say non-pareil in Mac's voice? Non-pareil. Thanks. <laughs> I have one goal this weekend, though, and it is to see a an angry, sweaty Trent Dilfer. I get to do that because UAB is going to play Georgia. That's all. 
No, he's he. You're misread. Listen, we started talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Gonna finish. Trent Dilfer is ready for this game and ready for it to go poorly because you know what? He just loves to compete. He just loves to compete with the best. It doesn't matter if UAB gets blown out in this game. He's just going to be so thrilled. I thought you were going to say he loves attention, and this is the only way yeah. anyone will watch UAB. This there will season. be a little bit of that too. No, look into his eyes. There's just going to be pain. Just, just dying behind those eyes. He's like, got those little, like, he's black steamboat willy eyes too. You're, guys, you're yeah, telling me Trent Dover is going to be Trent Dover is going to have a bad time being surrounded by fellow golfers? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to. This is not going to stress him in the fellow slightest. golfers who know he's bad at his job. Um, the other game, I think you should not watch, but for a very different reason than the USC Arizona State game. God damn it. It's Oklahoma State at Iowa State. Disagree. <laughs> these these are definitely a preseason predicted anxiety bowl. So there are there's a tier of game in college football that I love at this point in the season, which yeah. is the two men one parachute game. <laughs> <laughs> This might be this might be short round screaming no more parachutes. It's not the first time Mike Gundy's gonna lose sleep over a result in Iowa. This is this is this is Mr. Bond telling you, you know, see you next fall and pulling the ripcord as you fall. Uh, There are more than a few two-man, one-parachute games on this schedule. Oklahoma State, Iowa State's definitely one of them. Another one is Arizona at Stanford. That is yet another one. Another one is Mississippi State at South Carolina. Two teams that are both... No. Oh, no, I think that's... No, no way. (laughs) Definitely. South Carolina's one and two. Yeah. They got to make something decent happen. And then... There is yet one more. They're one and two after playing whom again? Georgia and UNC. Right. Yeah. Play, I tend, I tend to agree with Holly, UNC. but I will I will say if they lose to Mississippi State. Look, I'm not any happier than you are about UNC showing up the way they did, but they showed up. If they lose to Mississippi State, that's shit. That's yes, but bad. if, that but if that Mississippi State. Right also look but at but the if Mississippi State loses to South Carolina, like. Yeah. That's fine. It's it's no it's it depends on how and if they lose. I would put lose, the stress on the level of Campbell and Gundy though. Yeah, Whew, that's bad. That's the worst one. Yeah, yeah. Like I, to be clear, my only problem is is equi- is uh, is setting this game as equal. To Not equal. No. Oklahoma State, Iowa State. No, it's a it's a it's a much lesser version. Yeah. Yeah. What but, was the but, other one that you were gonna say? Oh, that I though that that I think. In terms of making someone's season dramatically worse with a loss. Hey. Dramatically worse. Kentucky at Vandy? Oh no. That's there's there's a lot of potential bad news. Kentucky's been real game. quiet. Why don't you catch us up on where they're at? Kentucky had a weird one against Eastern Kentucky. They two did, weeks and ago. we didn't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. They they had a weird one against a re- a weirdly close one against Eastern Kentucky where um Holly, to paraphrase you, they did let Eastern Eastern Kentucky. They, they let got them, cute. They got cute, and Eastern Kentucky let Kentucky hang around uh-huh. uh, before that, and then uh, they blasted Akron. But we don't have a whole lot of data on Kentucky. Not meaningful data in terms of <laughs> you know. Not that we have it on anybody, but like Kentucky there's not. Data. There's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of clarity. Like you have a good game against Akron. Okay, that was Devin Leary's first like super solid game as a starter there and they face Vandy and Florida in the next couple of weeks. 
also Vandy needs something, man. Vandy's Vandy's played some wild ass games. Absolutely I, wild ass games. I I think I think it is better if they I agree that it's better if they win. Yeah, they probably do need to win this. Based on like what they would like to be under Clark Lee yeah. at this point. You're fighting you're fighting for the basement, buddy. Well, I, I mean like I think it's not unreasonable. I think we thought for... they'd at least be plucky at this point, and they're not even plucky. They're I not think... even pesky. You don't think Vandy's plucky? Not right now. Okay. I I think, I think they can pass the ball well enough to be plucky. Actually. I think they're, they're uh, by Vandy standards. Yeah. Okay. Like, and I I think after they started two and zero, I think it was like okay, there is a path to bowl eligibility. That path got a little harder after losing to UNLV, but I think if they can beat Kentucky, they can say, can we get three wins with what's left of the schedule? Like, maybe barely by the skin of our teeth. But still, like, even if they even if they go five and seven, like, that's fine. But if they don't beat Kentucky, now you're talking like where, yeah, two, where you, two where and ten gonna, is on the table. Yeah, where are you going to find them, right? Like, yeah. this, is, this is now the point where you start looking down the calendar and going – Oh, brother, we, we yeah. need something on the left side we, of the ledger, not the right. budgeted poorly, yes. 